0: It's Billy. Welcome to the Start Small Believe Big Podcast, a safe place for those desiring to find confidence and peace, yet feel overwhelmed and discouraged. What if that discouragement is stifling what God desires to do in and through your life? What if as we learn more about Jesus, grow in our faith, and serve others, we can encounter confidence and experience peace beyond all understanding? Sit down. Get comfy or turn up the volume while you work out or get life done. Let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to do. I've recorded this episode of the podcast a few times now, and I keep deleting it because I've sounded so somber and down. I'm not normally a Debbie Downer, but when I'm discouraged— i do feel somber and down and that's been coming out while recording the podcast i don't want this podcast to sound that way i want you to hear the joy of the lord in my voice but i fail at times when my emotions override my joy when i get super down i know where to turn to get encouragement The first place I know I should say I turn is to Jesus, and it is. It's not that I turn away from Him, but sometimes I just need Jesus in skin. Well, I have two of the best friends in the world who I can turn to, and they don't live anywhere near me. So I can't jump in the car and head to their house, but we connect in a whole new, deeper way, virtually which is where our lives have seemed to go this year anyway. I met the first of these friends when I jumped in a car with a stranger to drive me to a writer's conference. At that point, I didn't know God was giving a divine appointment, giving me a new friend that I would cherish so much. But Mel became that. Then, when we got to the writers' conference a few hours later, we met another kindred spirit, the one that completed our friendship, and that's Jen. Mel and Jen are different than I am. Mel lives in Atlanta. Jen lives in Tennessee. Mel's a little younger. Jen's a lot younger. Mel and I have had children and marriage and all of those things. And Jen's serves the Lord, being a missionary overseas, doing counseling and trauma counseling. It's amazing how God has put us in different places, but we can knit our lives together with focus directly to Him and supporting one another. We meet on Zoom, we interact on Instagram messaging, but when there is something urgent, we text. We leave a voice message. We've gotten together at my home in Florida, Mel's Lake House in Alabama, and again at that writer's retreat where we met the first time in California. I have to ask myself a lot of times, what's different about these girls? You see, they help me. They help me be the best I can as a woman of God. They point me back to Jesus. They encourage me. They live life with me. They learn with me. They teach me. They cry with me. They celebrate with me. We just do life together. But that one main difference is that it continually goes back to Jesus when we support one another. The past couple of weeks on the podcast episodes have really talked about comparison. I'm sitting in the middle of Dominican Republic during winter ball with my husband. I absolutely love it here, but when you're living in a bubble, in a pandemic, and you can only look out the window and watch the cars pass and the people walk by, it gets a little stifling. You get a bit discouraged and you begin to compare yourself to people that you don't even know. Well, today, On this episode, we're going to talk about a couple of ladies, one of whom could have fallen into despair because her much younger cousin was carrying a baby who was to be the Lord and Savior of all, Elizabeth had been called to carry the child who would be fulfilled with the Holy Spirit before birth and could bring back many people to the Lord. He would go on before the Lord to turn hearts and bring wisdom of the Lord to them. He would be great because he would make the people ready to know the Messiah, Jesus. Mary was carrying Jesus. Elizabeth was old in age. Mary was young. It was amazing, all the possibilities that Elizabeth could have fallen into despair or comparison or feeling like her life didn't matter, her child didn't matter, her pregnancy didn't matter. But we'll see in the scripture that we're going to read that Elizabeth was just the opposite of that. In Luke 1, 39 through, we're going to go through 45 and then pop back in at 56. At that time, that the mother of my Lord should come to me. As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill His promises to her. And then in verse 56, Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. Let's just say that I haven't always been Elizabeth. (laughs) You know, I see people's... Blessings sometimes is my demise. I don't always embrace and encourage and accept what's going on for others or what I assume is going on for others. And I fall into that comparison. Recently, I think in the last episode, we talked about it, how I've been comparing my parenting skills, my marriage, my spiritual walk, so many things. And it, in turn, it's really kept me from deeper relationships. Even with Mel and Jen, who I adore, sometimes I fall in, in the trap of comparison, but then when I talk to them, and I hear their, con- their encouragement to me, their building up of the Lord's work in me, it makes me want to focus on Jesus more and the blessings He's pouring out to others. I've even found myself not wanting to like posts of friends on Facebook or Instagram, especially if they're talking of family celebrations, engagements, marriages, grandbabies, all the things that I look forward to, I often ask, Lord, why not me? My boys joke with me and say, not yet, mom. (laughs) Not yet. And I honor that and I understand that in each of their lives. But then I fall into that comparison. When the struggles of being here in a quarantine, testing, isolation, I often ask, why me? So much self-focus, not focusing on what God is doing, how He has brought us here in this time to glorify Him and honor Him, not seeing the blessings. During this Christmas season, we had the opportunity to see the gifts of God, the gift He gave us in Jesus being born. Accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior is a gift that is the most important. And continuing to accept these gifts gives us an opportunity to praise Him, to serve Him, to be more grateful in our heart for others and ourselves. So in looking at Mary and Elizabeth, it really shows me what a blessing I have in the support That I have with Mel and Jen, and I pray that it points you to that special somebody in your life that is your great support that points you back to Jesus in it all. And if you don't have that person, today's a day to start praying for them. I prayed for years for friends like Mel and Jen, and now I have them. And no, I'm not 20, I'm not 25, I'm not 35, I'm not 45. Yeah, I'm not quite 55 yet either. But in these past couple of years, this is when I found these kindred spirits that the Lord has placed in front of me for this time, for such a time as this. In the scripture, we saw that the Holy Spirit must have told Elizabeth that Mary's child was the Messiah because Elizabeth called her the mother of my Lord when she greeted her. She knew the blessing that was on Mary, but she didn't turn her back and say, what do you want? what you need you see elizabeth allowed the holy spirit to guide her to guide her to love and to encourage and to support, support not guiding her in her feelings mary mary came in to to see elizabeth because she knew that elizabeth in her old age had become pregnant so she i'm sure wanted to to see elizabeth mostly because she probably had been a mentor to her over the years as a cousin. I don't know, but why would this be the first person that Mary went to? Except We know that the angel said that Elizabeth is pregnant also. So Mary goes to her in a safety place, a safe place, to be led straight to Jesus and the encouragement of him. Mary must have been wondering if the events had been real when the when the angel came to her. And Elizabeth's greeting, I see here, must have strengthened Mary's faith beyond all understanding and given her peace. Mary's pregnancy may have seemed impossible, but Elizabeth believed the Lord's faithfulness and rejoiced in Mary's condition. Elizabeth could have been jealous. She could have compared their experiences, but instead, she chose joy, she allowed the Holy Spirit to fill her to be able to encourage and support her cousin, but also to find peace and contentment with where the Lord had placed her. What would your closest friends tell you to do if you weren't finding yourself in a situation of comparison, discouragement? Have you ever been jealous of someone else's blessing? Or when you hear of a friend's success or blessing, you fall to, why them and why not me? A cure for jealousy is to rejoice, rejoice with them, rejoice for them. But it's also a cure for jealousy is to find that contentment in your own life that God is using you and them in the best ways suited for His purpose. He is using the best of you for the best of Him and His kingdom. He's entrusting you. Have you ever thought of that? A good cure for jealousy is that God is trusting you where you are with what He's given you rather than always desiring something else. Knowing that God works for the good of those who believe— we need to cling to that fact because He's with us, and He's working in and through us according to His plan that is in our life and on our life. He has a purpose for us. I love when Elizabeth said, Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill His promises to her. That statement to me means so much for her encouragement of Mary but it also gives me such encouragement for me because in that statement, Elizabeth is not only pouring on Mary, she's speaking of that contentment and that confidence in her own life. So today, I want to encourage you to work on supporting one another, no matter what blessings it seems they have or the lack of blessing you may have. Mary believed what had been said to her. Elizabeth believed what had been said to her. Mary believed not only that God can do what he said, but that he will do what he said, believing and trusting. She takes God at his word and believes it, as did Elizabeth, and then they were able to pour into one another. The Holy Spirit fills us in order for us to be joyful to be joyful, and to be patient when we don't think God is with us or fulfilling His promises within us. Mary and Elizabeth, cousins with a big age difference, supported one another. What a beautiful picture of women being excited for one another when one has been lifted higher in their mind. I today want to challenge you Who is someone that needs your help or support today? No matter how you feel, no matter how you are comparing, no matter how discouraged or how much doubt, how can you be praying for them? Not in your power, but in the power of the Holy Spirit that lives within you that gives you the strength and the power to go and encourage someone else. What's an act of kindness that you can display? For God's glory, think about that one person. Pray. Pray that the Lord would fill you with his Holy Spirit and pray that you would see who that person is and what might bless them. And then send them a blessing, a word of encouragement, a gift, a virtual hug. I want to encourage you all to step out of where you are and what you're feeling and support another person. See that blessed is she, blessed is you, who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to you. I believe the Lord wants to fulfill his promises to you and to someone else through you. So go out. Find out who that one—no, I'm going to take that out, that back. Don't go out if you can, because I can't go out. But I can find ways to encourage and lift up someone else. Think about that one person. Pray for the Holy Spirit to fill you and to let you know who that is and how you can bless them. And then send that blessing today. Don't put it off. Don't put it off. Don't push it off. Don't play it off. Do it. Send somebody a virtual hug. That's always nice. I want to thank you guys. I want to thank you for listening today. I just pray that this podcast has empowered you to live life with meaning, allowing Jesus to work in and through your life, one step, one decision, and one action at a time. Don't stay the same. Keep going. I pray that you're learning the truth, growing in faith, and serving others. Can I ask you to help out with the show? Subscribe to the Start Small Believe Big podcast where you listen. Sign up to my email list on my website and don't miss our daily devotions. It's such a beautiful place to be. The encouragement that people have given me back through these devotions is amazing. I send them out each morning at 8 a.m. Monday through Friday. It's a short, less than 500 word, little devotion with a prayer. It starts with a scripture, gives a story, and a prayer. And I just have, I'm going to tell you, These daily devotions have blessed me more than I ever dreamed that they could bless someone else or me. It is amazing what they're doing in my life and in the way that people are responding to me in their lives. Can you also leave an honest review on iTunes? Your ratings and reviews really help, and I read each one, and thank you so much for those reviews. Now, let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to do. Be blessed, my dear friends. Until next time.